Hello and welcome to Aunt Mary from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Now for our story. Kit Calvert is a patient in the Huntsville Sanitarium after a mental breakdown. There were some, notably Kit's stepmother, Jesse, and Jesse's former lover, Brett Cameron, who would have been pleased to learn that Kit might never be restored to health. For Ben's daughter represented a threat to them, the obstacle to gaining eventual possession of Ben's wealth. But there were others who hoped with all their heart for Kit's recovery. One was Aunt Mary, who had discovered the identity of the childhood playmate who kept recurring in Kit's stories about the past. The young boy whose friendship had figured importantly in Kit's life, and toward who, in her illness, all the girl's longings were directed. This boy was Aunt Mary's own son, Randy. Today, somewhat reluctantly, Randy had consented to see Kit's doctor, had talked to him for a long time. Now, as he drives back toward Wakefield, Randy is thinking... It's hard to believe how that one little incident, something I'd almost forgotten, could be so important. And yet the way Larrabee explains it, it is. Kit was such a lonely, mixed-up, unhappy kid. Too bad she changed so much later. But according to the doctor, it wasn't all her fault. And I guess it's true. I gave her just about the only affection she ever had. Lord knows Ben wouldn't have gone out of his way to do more than feed and clothe her. And, of course, see that she towed the line. Funny that stuff Larrabee told me about the reasons why she forgot the incident. Because remembering how her father threw me out on my ear was too painful. Well, I... I forgot about it, too. It wasn't particularly important to me. I almost wish it had been some other kid instead... The way I feel about the girl now, it seems to me it's doubtful how much good I'll be able to do. But I suppose it's worth trying. Anyway, no matter how I feel about it, I agreed to cooperate with Dr. Larrabee. Maybe he's right. Maybe she'll recover, get a new start. Mom hopes so. She has faith in that girl's making a new start. Well, I guess I can afford to have some, too. By this time, Randy had reached Main Street in Wakefield. As he started to drive past the Brown Palace Hotel, an idea occurred to him. An idea connected with Lily Devon, who lived there. She'd probably be over at the supper club about now, he decided, getting ready for the evening rush. A short while later, Randy entered the club, found Lily arranging flowers for the tables. Hi, beautiful. Oh, Randy. Surprised to see me? Well, yeah. Or maybe you're just getting used to my popping up without warning. I seem to remember you're making a few caustic remarks on the subject last time. Oh, I'm getting so I'm not surprised at anything you do, Randy. That may be just as well, being the creature of impulse that I am. I think you regard yourself as the perennial pixie. Huh? Might be worse, you know. Sometimes pixies make life a lot more interesting. Interesting? Maybe wearing. 
And yet, Lily, you don't look the least bit worn down. In fact, you're looking very charming. So nice of you to say so. Honest, I mean it. Such a womanly occupation, too. Arranging flowers. It's quite effective. Well, if you think I stand around here working my <laughs> head off just to make a beautiful picture, you're crazy. But you don't mind if I enjoy looking at you, I hope. <laughs> Go right ahead. Enjoy yourself. <laughs> I'm proud of the success you've made of this place, Lily. There's nothing to be proud of. But I am having a wonderful time. You deserve it. Oh, gosh. You said that as if you really meant it. I did, honey child. You know, I've thought of you quite a lot this last week. Honest? Yeah. I've been kicking myself for the way I behaved in our picnic. Oh, that. I'm sorry you got sore at me. I felt like telling you so ten minutes later, but I had my masculine dignity to maintain. Oh, that's okay, Randy. I... I'm not very proud of the way I acted, either. I never should have blown my top the way I did. Honestly, Lily, I walked right into it that day without realizing. I didn't mean to make a crack about you and David. I realized that later. It's a bad habit of mine, anticipating what I think people mean and then putting the words in their mouths. I get myself into a lot of hot water that way. Then if it's all settled, shall we bury the hatchet, pretend it never happened, start all over again, etc.? Yes, Randy. I'd like to. Swell. Just the same, though, I do think you misunderstand my friendship with David Bowman. I know you didn't mean it the way it sounded, but you have got the wrong slant. Hey, we're not going to go all through it again, are we, after we just kissed and made up? No, really, I'd like to get it straightened out once and for all. I can't stand your thinking that, well, what I think you do think. Slow down there, gal. I'm one think behind you. I mean, way down deep inside, I'm sure you've got some idea that... Well, that David's being a banker and having a lot of money, that that means something to me. You'd be sort of crazy if it didn't. What? Now, now, all I mean is it's a fact. Just like the fact that I'm a farmer. But so far as my imagining that you're a scheming wench out to get your hands on a lot of dough, well, you couldn't be more wrong if you think that. I'd say you were quite the opposite sort of person. You really would? Certainly. Randy, what sort of person do you think I am? What sort of person? Let me see. <laughs> That's a pretty big order, you know. Well, you can try. Well, I'm not so hot at doing thumbnail sketches. Let's see now. I guess the first thing I'd say about you, Lily, is that you're a warm person. Warm and generous. Oh, that's something anyway. That's a lot. Warm, generous, and dumb. Is that it? You don't deserve an answer to that one, but I'm a tolerant bloke. You know darn well I don't think you're dumb. Mentally, Miss Devon, you've got all your buttons. Good. Go on. You wouldn't be after prompting me now, would you? I'm interested. Who isn't when he's got the spotlight on him? Oh, fine. In other words, you think I'm conceited. I didn't say that. Well, no, I don't know. Oh, women, you can't reason with them. <laughs> all right, I'll be good. But go on, please. Well, Lily, you've taught me quite a lot about your background, you know. Why can't I learn to keep my mouth shut? And what you haven't told me, I've managed to fill in. I believe I have a pretty good picture of what you were up against and how it affected you. The wonderful thing is you never became hard or bitter, in spite of it all. If you really think I haven't, Randy, you're one of the few people who understands me. Underneath, you're a sweet, sensitive gal, Lily. 
I felt sure of it the minute I met you and talked to you. And on top of that, sister, you're beautiful. What more could a man ask for? I don't know. If you're not kidding me. Cross my heart. If I'm such a fine character, Randy, I'm surprised you don't fall for me yourself. Who, me? Sure. Maybe you're passing up a wonderful bargain. Hey, I never thought of that. Well, you better give it a little concentrated attention. The market's rising. But if you work fast, if you get a corner on it, you know. <laughs> corner on the lily market. Mm -hmm. That would be something. Golden-haired lily. Or, uh, are you holding out for a better investment? Maybe. Or it could be I don't approve of cornering an essential commodity. But there's only one of me, Randy. <laughs> yes, Lily, only one. It's a shame, too. I'd hate to think I took a precious item out of circulation. Yeah, sure. I see. After Randy had gone, Lily dropped her work listlessly, sat down at one of the tables and lit a cigarette. She took quick nervous puffs while she stared, without seeing them, at the bright red flowers on the table before her. Lily was thinking... What a fool I am. Randy doesn't give a darn for me, and I'm such a dope I practically throw myself at him. I swore I'd never go overboard again for any man. But this goes deeper and... Oh, what's the use? If I had any sense, I'd do what everybody expects me to do. I'd make a play for David. That wouldn't be unfair to him, because I'm really very fond of him. Then I'd have everything I've always said I wanted. Plenty of money, no worries. Why don't I do it? Why don't I? But can you bring yourself to follow through, Lily? You know you're in love with Randy. There's always the hope, the possibility, that Randy's friendliness might develop into something deeper. You dare take the chance of making such a positive step so that you cut off the possibility that this might happen?